and welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. Um, this is going to be a fun show today. We've got Jordan and Troy. We're here at the office. A couple things before we go straight to the episode is that uh, things to uh, things to look forward to. First thing is we're going to have new shows on Outdoor Channel here pretty soon. Not like right on the horizon. When do those start? First week in July. First week in July. And today's June the 14th. So, yeah. About two and a half weeks, I guess. Here Today by. is June 14th. Today's my birthday. Today's June. Oh. It's your birthday. It sure is. If it's June 14th. Happy birthday. Yeah. Unless my June 14th. Yeah. I'll be dang. <laughs> Other things to announce. Today is Troy's birthday. And you turn when you get past 50, you forget. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Yesterday Happy. was Jesse's birthday. So. Oh, yeah. Oh. Birthdays galore. Happy birthday to Miss Jessie. Happy birthday, Troy. Um, so, okay, new shows on Outdoor Channel coming up the 1st of July. Um, the thing that a lot of y'all ask about is we will also have new episodes airing on YouTube. We'll probably start uploading those about the same time. Mm-hmm. So, 1st of July, look on Outdoor Channel for new episodes there and look at the Primo's Hunting YouTube channel for new episodes there as well and obviously we'll update that keep you all updated with that on our instagram and facebook page and everything there's also something very new specific to the podcast that's gonna get everyone listeners everything more involved but we'll talk about that towards the end of the episode we'll save that to the end because kind of the whole basis around what we're all we we three are going to talk about this episode is kind of what that's based around but that'll make sense at the end of the show i think so are y'all ready for this? I yeah. told I told y'all what this episode was going to be about. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, so, there's so many of them. I you know mm-hmm. so many so many things. You it's it's one of those things for us. You you get so much. We shoot so much footage in a year, and then as those years just start winding together, sometimes until you go back and look at the footage. It's just like the other day, I was looking back at some stuff from from Cottonmouth and and saw some footage of rocker which in my in my mind was one of the best days i've ever had on that place uh that afternoon with brad it had been december 17 2014 i think and i can recognize seven of the bucks we saw that afternoon and all seven of those bucks we killed i remember what day you're talking about it with you incredible. and brad at yeah. chances he shot, right he shot the big nine the next day the next morning yep. yeah so the whole premise how this started honestly is like and we've said this before summertime summertime is really the only time we have to like stretch our brains for what we're going to do podcast episodes about because during the fall and the spring when we're hunting and everything the topics just kind of lend themselves you know we always have something going on so i was trying to just jog my brains like what's something fun we could do so we started drumming up these stories and we did a, an episode called embarrassment and it was all based around stories that either stuff that happened between us, the crew, when either the cameras were off or they didn't make <laughs> it to TV. So, you know, some of the stories, like the one of the funnier ones from last uh, embarrassment episode was the story about Jimmy's duck band. We weren't even filming the duck hunt that morning. We just all went duck hunting and that happened yeah. to take place. So um, I remember that morning I was texting Brad on my phone. And I told him, I said, Jimmy had a brand new shotgun. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to roll. You grab Jimmy's shotgun and play like you just want to look at it and just fire <laughs> off three shots. Yeah. And it scared the crap out of Jimmy. We were rolling on that. That was funny. Yeah. But like Jimmy, you said, that never made it to TV, though. Yeah, is that sure kind of stuff? Jimmy is very, very particular if you have your hands on his weapon. Yeah. Ooh. Like, I seen him go off on me in Lake one night yeah. in elk camp. Yeah, I mean, so, we still hear about the time you got blood all over his gun. I didn't even. And that's I don't been think like eight years ago. I, so before we could, I can see, I've got a list of things we could talk about. But as you can see, like you just brought up the blood on the gun case, I'd forgotten all about that. So without further ado, we'll dive right into it. The embarrassment episode two. We're already talking about Jimmy, so why not talk? I mean, it's a subject we can all relate it's, to. It's easy to talk about Jimmy <laughs> because, number one, he's always there. Mm-hmm. It's it's never like, hey, Jimmy, let me tell you what happened last week because Jimmy's there. He's always he's there. He's always there. The only, time he's, the only time I've ever seen him not at camp was when he broke his wrist, Yeah. Like when we came home from elk season. Other mm-hmm. than that, Miss Jane broke her leg, and he was, like, there that night. Yeah. He's like, like, Jimmy, why don't you stay home with Jane? He said, oh, no, I'm, I'm coming hunting. Yeah. And, and the reason you would think he doesn't, he just wants to socialize, be at the camp and all that. Oh, no, he just wants to be there in case it's his turn to shoot something. He does not want to miss out on <laughs> and it. And 
he wants to know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the very, like Troy said, he's always there. The very minute times when he's away, he's calling somebody. What's oh, going yeah. on? What's oh, happening? Yeah. What's going on? So, yeah, like, the I had I had forgotten completely about the, the blood on his gun case deal. That was my first year yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. And we went to the place behind the office. And I, granted, it being my first year, I did not know how big of a deal it was for Jimmy to lend his rifle to somebody to use. <laughs> and, I mean, he was, you know, now, Lake, I don't lend my rifle to anybody, but I still, I didn't fully comprehend that he really yeah. i haven't i haven't been lent his rifle since that day yeah. and you forgot he was <laughs> a marine <laughs> you forgot he was a marine yeah. this is my gun yeah um but this that's that's not really a long story but to make a make a short story out of it i remember he said don't get any mud on it don't get any mud on the gun i didn't get any mud on that gun no you didn't get none none i didn't get anything on the actual gun when we loaded the deer up in the back of the ranger the gun was in the case and there was blood on the gun case and oh he blew up at me like you said he still <laughs> talks about it oh yeah and that was in 2014 yeah when you that happened you can't give Jim, jimmy any ammunition uh, hmm. and, and then you can't let him know that you bleed when he cuts you because if you bleed he's just gonna keep cutting so uh but, just, we, but we find ways to get him back oh yeah that's what I was, to start out like I, the embarrassment stories. I was like, "What's something?" Because we all have things. Like I'm sure Jordan remembers something that's particular to him, stuff that's particular sure, to Troy. Sure. But I was like, to start out, let's do something that we can all relate to. So, embarrassment story that never really made it to camera to the life of anyone until now. It was an inside joke. An inside joke that went on for a while. And J Troy was talking about, you mentioned Rocker earlier. It got irate for there for a minute. Jimmy was, he started pulling us aside individually. Yeah. Hey, where, where's where's where we're getting that stuff at? Because y'all all remember, it, it, I'm sure most of y'all remember when we say Rocker, they probably remember if, if y'all don't, Rocker was like the target buck at cottonmouth for everybody the, the only i can uh, the only other like known bucks that earned a name that i can think of is i remember mufasa mm -hmm. and that rocker do y'all i don't remember any really others that got a name and that were pursued none of even mufasa he didn't get chased after like rocker no did. he didn't rocker rock but rocker kept making himself so visible rocker he made himself visible but he made himself un un attainable you know yeah, he kept his, his home range was so small i put it to you this way if i knew <clears throat> jimmy could have run that camera that day we had an encounter with him when jimmy killed the big eight and he showed up yeah. i would i would have took his gun from him <laughs> <laughs> so how did that like I, oh, did either of y'all originate that idea it all started well this is how it came about so the year before our first year or not the first year we hunted over there but the first year i hunted over there was a year that wilbur killed like i don't know six bucks in the first six weeks of season yeah, yeah. he was and killing a buck every i don't yeah i don't it remember was, the numbers for sure it but was, it was killing some good deer too it yeah. was absolutely eating jimmy alive because yeah. jimmy had not killed a deer and wilbur's got like five in a cooler and that was also like prior to you that you being your first year there right before you came wilbur was at river's run yeah so he had he had come to cottonmouth and deer hunted like one year prior but other than that that was quote unquote jimmy's camp that yeah, was jimmy's yeah. home turf and, and all of a sudden jimmy invited him over and bang 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 yeah wilbur, and jimmy's like what in the world have i done and all, <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden wilbur proclaims residence at cottonmouth and not only is wilbur encroaching on jimmy's camp now he's killing all these bucks and like yeah. you said he was going crazy and one day but it was our fault yeah uh, one one day <laughs> i was telling wilbur we were hunting and i was like man it is eating Jimmy alive. You're killing all these deer. And, of course, Wilbur's like, <laughs> sitting up there in the deer stand is laughing about it. He's like, we got to come up with some kind of story how I'm killing all these deer that he don't know. Like, it's going to just eat him up. And I was, and one of us came up, came up like, let's tell him we got like a big drum of peanut butter out in the woods that's pulling all these deer up here to him. And you're just whacking them every time they come. <laughs> and uh oh you know and i think it was too because we were thinking about planting peanuts at cottonmouth that year remember up on the top field oh because we, we had got some information somebody gave us some information about planting peanuts i don't remember where it came from because yeah, remember we had a five gallon bucket of raw peanuts that was that was going to get planted it was mm -hmm. probably when we were testing out the seed blend stuff it was something, something to do with something. that 
if you look it all snowballed so much but anyway it, it all it all came to light when wilbur and i were up in a stand one day we we're like we, we, we got to get something to just drive the nail in this coffin yeah and i told you and troy like we were in camp one night after jimmy going to be i was like let's just start hinting around like, yeah. like let's not tell him how he's killing all these deer but let's just start hinting around that like wilbur's got this huge huge big old thing and making all these deer come running to him and, yeah yeah and uh man it did, we started hinting around to it. it's like yeah wilbur you got your peanuts i can remember and like he's like what yeah i can remember one time like this is how in detail we went with this like folks are going to think we're crazy but i remember it was even stuff like we'd be all around eating supper and i'd be like hey i, I got an invoice from the ups guy that big that big drum's supposed to show up you know the end of next week <laughs> and wilbur'd be like thank you you know and jimmy just be like huh, i mean what? wilbur would call us over there to their their trailer house and we would strategize about this like before the afternoon hunt so mm-hmm. we could make little hints to jimmy about like where <laughs> wilbur's going that afternoon i can remember sitting on the sofa at night watching tv and i'd come sit down with a big spoon of peanut butter and just god i love peanut butter and he'd look at me <laughs> there'd be times i can remember it'd be hunting it'd be just me and him and he'd be like 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 where's the peanut butter be serious with me like has <laughs> he really got all that peanut butter I know he's got that peanut butter. Where is it? Where's he getting it from? I know he's killing all these deer like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it I was, feel like I should put this disclaimer out there in case y'all don't realize there was never actually any peanut no, butter. No, there was, it was none. strictly food plots. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, the only this, peanut this, butter we had there was in a Jiffy bottle. Yeah, this day and age, you, I just need to clarify, there was never any peanut butter. There was peanut butter in Jimmy's head. He thought there was peanut butter on <laughs> everywhere in Cottonmouth, and Wilbur was just raking in the benefits. But it was, and so somehow like it got to the point where we'd sneak off during the middle of the day and just go hide for a couple of hours to make him think we're out there doing mm-hmm. something for Wilbur yeah and <laughs> one i think one time i even told him there was a there was a look like on a tree where one of us may have hit it with a disc or something it kind of just scaved the side of the tree and we were coming down the road mm-hmm. in a buggy i think it was on uh might have been on millican line or somewhere i couldn't remember exactly where it was and i i said jim you see that big scuff on that tree right there? that's when deer eating that peanut butter <laughs> off side of that tree tear the bark off of it <laughs> well you were talking we had that he bucket said, you of- serious i said yeah I said, man they eat the man I, they will eat the tree if you if you put enough of it we there. had you were talking about that bucket of raw peanuts i don't remember who did it but i remember when we were talking about we'd go off to actually do something but when you came walking back in one of y'all had that bucket of peanuts and just like nonchalantly sat Set it, it down. down and jimmy was like huh what are you then where y'all been <laughs> you remember the time when he showed up like he had went to sam's and bought bought some peanuts a, i forgot about a that. five gallon bucket of roasted peanuts and then you you told him you said jimmy they don't eat them roasted they gotta be raw i forgot about that but we we appreciate the peanuts we'll eat them i forgot about yeah, that we ate on peanuts yeah. for like two months i forgot he did show up with that's peanuts where, that's where the five gallon bucket of peanuts but, came it, from. but if that's that, yeah. if that's not an indicator of how much we had jimmy going with this story but it snowballed this was in 2016 and we yeah. we found rocker that year but the next year is when we really had our eyes on him you know that yeah. was the year yeah. everybody was going after him mm-hmm. and uh we uh i think it, it started with wilbur that year too yeah because yeah, wilbur was right out of the gate killing that that big 160 something he killed that was the year that the peanut butter stuff started yeah with, and the next year i don't remember we had I'm everybody trying, yeah. everybody had our eyes set on rocker that year mm-hmm. and uh rocker that was when he was showing up like sporadically and we were like jimmy we're not well, he's only showing up at night he's over there living across the across the river on an island during which the day. also disclaimer not true none rocker of this was, was not ever on an island across the river this was all made up fiction the only water the only water that was between where rocker was and where we were getting pictures of him was about two inches deep mm-hmm. yeah and uh we were like jimmy he's not over here during the daylight we can't even go hunting we know where he's at he's not he's not he's not on our property during daylight he's just living he's coming over here at night yeah he's swimming the river i I found out these people over there they've got a huge pile 
a bait and that's where he's staying at all day yeah and oh my gosh yeah because rocker was in arkansas which is legal in in parts of arkansas for, for people to bait yeah yeah but all this was just fiction yeah, like, yeah. we just completely made it up to mess well, with you said they were they were sweet potatoes didn't you something like that so, i don't remember something across the river he was swimming the river and talk about <laughs> worrying jimmy to death it's like what are we gonna do well i want we need to go sit on the riverbank and wait for him to swim across <laughs> We need to, I remember we need to him find saying this crossing. that. We need to find ways crossing. It was no, it was nonstop. We were like, w- w- Jimmy, we just don't. I, mean, I said, well, Jimmy, you can't shoot him in the water. Well, I'll wait for him to get on the bank. <laughs> and, like, I know everybody listening to this has ever been in a camp with buddies that can relate to, oh, the, yeah. to this. Like, he was believing that Rocker was living on this little island out in the river yeah. and swimming over every night. Yeah, because we at the time we were only getting pictures of him at dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But obviously, it, that was—I think it was the fact that he bit on that—that that so hard we just couldn't help ourselves. We just kept. This was a two-year running joke. And because Jimmy would be like, we'd we'd hunt, no one would see him. We'd go a little while, wouldn't even get any day, night, uh, nighttime pictures of him. And Jimmy would be like, he's swimming that river. He might just stay over there. Uh, it was to the point where everybody <laughs> had forgot about us telling him that, and then he would say it, and we'd be like, oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fun part was when you'd be hunting with him in the afternoon, like up around the northeast corner or something like that, and you'd hear a gunshot across that river and be like, oh, Rocker's dead. Uh, <laughs> and then all you'd get out of Jimmy is, <sighs> this went on forever. We ain't going to see nothing. We ain't going to see nothing. Forever. Oh, well, that, that was some good times. So. And then of all people to kill Rocker. It was Jimmy. In a secret as patch. hard as everybody hunted him, Jimmy killed him. To the, you know, now that I think of it, did we ever tell him we were joking about that? Uh-uh. No, I don't think we did. <laughs> no. no, I never told. He may him. find out if he listens to this. I or really, somebody tells yeah, him. He's probably going to show up at Kudzu Bluff October the first this year with some peanuts in his truck. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't really don't think we ever told him. Oh gosh. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we need to tell him. If anybody's <laughs> listening to this, please don't tell him we were telling him that. Oh, he's going to get emails. Yeah. Well, I mean, like like I said last time, we talked about Jimmy Jam Peanut on the podcast, and he came up to me a few weeks later. Jimmy Jam, you know. So. You ever been cussed out verse via text? A couple times. And feel it. <laughs> That'd be Jimmy. So um, let's see. Look it over at this list. And again, y'all too, feel free to interject at any time. Th- these kind of stories, you tend to have stuff just pop up in your head. But uh, we can keep the same river theme. This did make it. This made it on social media. I don't know if it ever made it into a show. This would be a story particular to Troy. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember? Not neither me or Jordan weren't present. It was when the it was the first my first spring here. You went to Togo with brad and wilbur for turkey season and y'all saw all those snakes, all the snakes. yeah 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 and and as soon as i saw that i thought wow we can shoot a neat little piece here about what's going on with all these snakes and uh wilbur didn't think that was a very smart idea i don't even know what y'all talking about you never seen that video you never uh-huh. seen that video of all the snakes that was in it was the water was real cold it came up fast but it was real cold okay and you know how it is in togo you got to go everywhere by boat yeah and man it was just there were snakes everywhere in the trees everywhere when i say everywhere i mean literally hundreds of snakes yeah i've seen them like at once before and and so we just kind of rode around and and i thought we were going to have to kind of you know ad lib it a little bit but it and wilbur literally got the creepies from it i would add too. and i kept trying to get wilbur to to catch a couple of big water snakes and he's he just told me he says he says i'm like cuz he said i i respect him he said but there's three kind of snakes I don't like. It's some live ones and some dead ones and them dang sticks that look like them. <laughs> and, buddy, I'm telling you, there were snakes everywhere. But that turned out to be a fun little piece, actually. And then uh, it was weird because the next day you couldn't hardly find a snake. So it was just like one day, and I think the water just came up so fast. But to be able to, to, to ride around with Wilbur and watch Wilbur get the heebie-jeebies over a bunch of snakes in the trees, but the minute he heard a turkey gobble, he forgot about every snake in Togo Island. <laughs> it, it really was, like the number of snakes was in. What would we still have that video? We oh, just yeah. repost it Absolutely. when this thing comes out. But see, if you hadn't seen it, like it, it's. I at the time, you know, I had never been. That was my first year at Primo, so I'd never really hunted the river much. We didn't go to Cottonmouth really during the springtime. I saw that video. I was like, holy snakes. Yeah, because you came in. I, I was leaving right and you after came you in, and I told you, I said, be careful of snakes. Yeah. You know, out of all the snakes we saw, we never saw a rattlesnake. Yeah, all well. water moccasins and water snakes. Mm-hmm. Mostly water moccasins. 
I guess I don't know what them rattlesnakes do. I guess they flee for the high ground. They will they the get up ground. in a tree like them other ones? Oh, will? Yeah. Huh. oh yeah. If they get caught down there. Yeah, I guess they won't have a choice. It's kind of like, like it was at, at Cottonmouth. You know, we, we always tried to figure out where the majority of those snakes went when the water got high, but it was easy to figure out. They were on that main road in that sand in that embankment. That's yeah. where it was staying. Yeah. And you know the crazy thing about it was that the year we had the flood for like eight or ten months, was that three years ago? And uh, you remember that, that following fall, we killed a couple of rattlesnakes on that high ground mm-hmm. you're talking about before as finding their water moccasins. They were non-existent. No, they were hard to find. They, like, they probably all drowned. Yeah, yeah might have. Might have. It was a, it was, usually it's a pile of them, which is since the mile, cotton mouse, the name of the place. Yeah. Um, moving on to, <laughs> let's see, where can I go from here? I, we, we really will repost that video. My that was favorite, a fun one. For me, my favorite with Jimmy lately in the last five years has been Kay. that afternoon me and Jordan decided to go scouting and jordan says y'all just bring jimmy's crossbow just for the heck of it. Uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. we'll shoot a doe or something and, and look we were hunting in the biggest food plot that was that when we, he broke his wrist yeah well we was in the biggest food plot on our place and who would have ever ever thought that a deer would have came close enough for me to shoot that crossbow and was i thinking about letting him go absolutely not well the thing is like i sometimes i'm sure you get these questions too and I'm glad you brought you brought that up. You know, people be like, "Man, did you kind of play? Did y'all play that up a little mm-hmm. bit for TV?" Like, no, I'm t- I was there. Like, y'all, was I saw the whole, I saw the whole conversation between y'all two. Y'all were like, we'll "I did go. call him to check on." Yeah, him. you did. I but mean, y'all I was were, being sincere. Yeah, and y'all were all like, "I mean, she, I mean, you seriously said, might as well bring that crossbow. Well, if we see a doe, you know, I mean, the and, whole and plan then, was we were going hunt the new ground and scout that yeah, afternoon because yeah. we." Uh, you and Brad had hunted around there and got mm-hmm. out early one afternoon, like a few days and before. Loaded with deer. And it's all like 50 deer out there. It was like, well, crap, let's go look at yeah, it and see just, where they're coming out. We were just going there to observe and see where they were coming out. That's right. And yeah. then y'all shot that buck. <laughs> it was like a five-year-old. Eight-point, wasn't it? Yeah. Big old sucker. Yeah. yeah. That was and, Delta's first deer she ever found. And then uh, after that, Jimmy, the first week after He still that, didn't know. The first week after he found out, he took his crossbow home when he left. Uh, well, I don't know if y'all noticed on him. You didn't tell him he shot it with his crossbow till he got there the yeah, next we week. We looked yeah. at the footage. Because yeah. all the footage on the TV show is live of him actually yeah. seeing it for the first time. And you could see his, his demeanor change. He was mad. Oh, he didn't he, like he, it. He truly got mad he at He did him. not like it. Yeah, he, he took his crossbow home, and then it, it softened a little bit. Instead of taking it home, he put it in his room, and he locked that door so no one could get in. <laughs> He was like, ain't nobody else touching my crossbow. <laughs> I kind of felt bad because he, he tried so hard to want to kill a deer with that crossbow, be the first one, and then I'd just go out there and <laughs> whack. luckily whack one. Oh, yeah, that was golden. Um, here's one. I, this 100%. I don't think this is – this never made it to TV, and I know it didn't get talked about. Uh, this one has to do primarily with Jordan, but I know you've heard us talk about it. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pick on Ben a little bit here. Do you remember Troy? I know where you, you'll know where I'm going as soon as I say that. Do you remember us talking about this is Jordan's? This is not only Jordan's first year. This is Jordan's first trip ever. When y'all went elk hunting? When we went to oh, place unknown. We're, I'm gonna leave out all specifics, and like we'll pick on Ben a little bit. But when we went on that elk hunting trip with Ben before we met up with y'all at in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Do you remember some of the stories that came out of that first trip? A couple trip? of them, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know what in the world I had done took place in by moving my house and home and coming to work at Primo's. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, I mean, you I got... The, one of the stories, I don't remember the whole, but I remember something about y'all Y'all were texting me, something about passing an elk up, or I can't remember what, what the whole thing was, but there were so many, I, I can't even remember them all. Well, you know we go on this hunt and i know nothing about it other than you know we're going with ben and that was ben's first year here and too. i was like, man yeah. i'm going on a primo's elk hunt <laughs> heck yeah, yeah jordan had you never... dreaming about all the stuff you've been seeing for the last <laughs> yeah. 20 years yeah elk and, and i was you know i had never been on any elk hunts that weren't primo's elk hunts first elk hunt I ever went on was with primo's uh-huh. and i'm like yeah ben i'll go you know and we're like we'll take jordan and that way jordan can kind of get broken in this was the conversation prior to ben, mm-hmm. Jordan's, he's like this will be instead of it being you know like trying to film a for real episode we go just him you and me we'll kind of break him into our format that way when y'all leave and meet up with the rest of the guys uh north of there in new mexico then he'll kind of have a better feel for it i'm like man that's a great idea heck yeah plus get to go on another elk hunt i'm like heck yeah we show up there and 
like try, there's so many things that I should I would love to talk about more but we should probably leave out do you know what I'm talking about <laughs> but like one the guy shows up the first place that he wants us to elk hunt on is like what was it like 40 acres yes it was like the guy was like so what do we got he's like so this 40 acre block we're like hang on what 40 <laughs> acres to hunt elk on and that given it is a planted wheat field that's about a half inch tall it hadn't had rain in a year but i mean it's still 40 acres 40 acres Holy moly. Uh, 40 acres and it's not like it's one of these deals where he's like yeah we killed two over here last week and yeah. And he'd already had, like, I don't know how many hunters run through there before we got there. So, would, basically, it's a 40-acre piece of property that the elk are just passing through. Yeah, much. if you get lucky. Yeah. I think I think we heard, like, one elk the entire time. And as you can imagine, he was not on that 40 acres. Um, and the, it, Did y'all uh, ever see an elk? Not where, on that place. Where did we – we called one up. It was on another spot. It was like 160 acres. Yeah, it was, we upgraded a little bit. We got 160 the next time. So is that the footage of the one that comes running up there or something? Yeah. yeah. And, ben, and like, again, I get it. Like, it was Ben's hunt, whatever. But me and Jordan had been tracking all. I mean, like, that 40 acres, I think we walked every inch of it 100 <laughs> times. And then we go over here and it's in this other place. And we're walking. We're not so, seeing And then, again, if it's a 40-acre wheat field, it means it's flat as a pancake. So it's really well, it's it, truly 40 acres square. It, yeah. it had a bunch of ditches and cuts and stuff in it, but nothing like what you would, you know, nothing like what we're to used elk to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, we weren't seeing any elk. We weren't hearing any elk. And we finally call one in. And I see this. I remember I was backed up calling and I could see, you know, I could hear him and I finally see the bull. And we're in like this lane thing. And I say, I'm like, finally. And I see the elk, I see the bull. I mean, and I even acknowledge like, yeah, he's kind of young, kind of small. But, I mean, we have, this is the only bull we have seen. Right, right. And I'm like, he's got to be right on top of him. He's got to be right. And I'm like, he's passed him. And Ben passed him up and me and Jordan were not, we were not happy with I that mean, decision. We, <laughs> me and you both have shot elk the same size yeah i'd shoot that one tomorrow <laughs> like i you know i mean it was man but i i can remember the whole time i was thinking i was like jordan may quit you know he may be like before uh, you even start i was I'm, mad because i was i was laying down this footage i was like man i'm burning this sucker up just right there over the shoulder and here he comes by ben and i look i was like he's finna shoot him he's finna shoot him i look at ben he's not even got his release on the string i was like what in the crap is going on here you know, it was <laughs> just a great a mess and man. you know me i get not i don't i let my feelings out when it's in that man in that moment in time and i'm like i was mad yeah there's so like, i've seen brad farris get mad like that at will walker one time during elk season i've heard that I mean, story he let into will walker yeah he said i he just walked off I, i'm not carrying this blankety blank camera up and down these hills for you to be passing up that blah blah and will walker just sitting there laughing his butt <laughs> off me <laughs> which you know brad i we all get it you know when you're carrying them cameras and doing what we do as hard as it is to get what we get and uh you know when somebody passes something up you're kind of like and but then again we as cameramen when we tell somebody to pass something up, i.e. whether we don't have it or not, especially Will, yeah. this is another one on Wilbur. How many times have y'all heard Wilbur tell you, just just connect the dots. Connect I'm going to kill dots. him and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Connect oh, the my dots. first ever hunt at Cottonmouth was like that. <laughs> I mean, the first time I ever <laughs> sat in a tree with Wilbur. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'm sitting up there nervous as I'll get out. I'm sitting in a deer stand with Will Primos. You know, I've been watching this guy on TV my whole life. I'm, here I am sitting I'm hunting with him anyway I, you know I shoot all the stuff I'm supposed to shoot as far as like I open an interview and pans and beauty shots and all this stuff and it gets go time and I look behind us and there comes this buck walking straight behind us straight towards us I'm like well there's a buck coming buck coming anyway I get I don't even remember I think I got his legs for like five seconds going up under us and the buck comes around in front of us I mean some somebody's seen this on TV probably yeah and uh I mean the deer's like 10 yards and wilbur's drawn back and i'm on the deer and i'm expecting wilbur to you know ask me are you on him or ready or whatever and <laughs> i'll yeah. jump and i didn't know what was going on and i was just like i got thank it. you lord i had him yeah. I got, since we're on the subject of wilbur this has never made it to tv the hunt has but what happened didn't so me and will were in iowa 
uh-huh. me, Will, and Dean Davis, and I think Chris back uh-huh. in the day. And we're right on, actually, one of the places we, we turkey hunt with Tommy over there by the, by the 80 that we hunt. Yeah. It's not far from right there. It's right on the river. Right. Actually, you're hunting on the riverbank. And so we call this buck in, right? Yeah. He's skirting us, and we see him. Wilbur calls to him. Well, he calls this buck, and the buck comes to the tree. And when I'm saying to the tree, y'all, if y'all ever seen the footage, you would remember it. I'm, I'm filming straight down, and I'm facing this way, and Wilbur's right here. Well, the deer's going around the tree trying to find where the calling's coming from, and I'm going, shoot him well, shoot him well. Well, y'all know Wilbur can't hear very well because mm-hmm. of all his ear problems. Well, he never heard me. So the deer makes a loop around the tree, smells the ladder that we climb up on, and then he starts walking off. Well, Wilbur's going, meh, 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 <laughs> trying to stop the deer. So I go, meh, and the deer stops. Well, it takes about two more steps, and I, meh, and Wilbur shoots and just center punches this tree. Whack, <laughs> and the arrow explodes, right? Deer walks off, runs off. Wilbur turns to me, and he's laughing all that stuff, and he does his typical Wilbur thing, and then he finally looks at me, and he goes, that camera off? I said, yeah, he lit into me like you wouldn't believe <laughs> i mean we sat I, I felt like two inches tall he looked at me and he says he grit in his teeth he says don't you ever stop my deer again i said but wilbur couldn't hear and i couldn't finish he says you heard me don't you i knew where i wanted to stop him i said but he did stop you still hit the tree i mean the tree was like six inches to the left you heard me don't you ever do that again i said okay we climbed out and Next day, me and Dean Davis went and got in that same tree and called that deer up, and Dean missed him. And uh, I told Wilbur, I said, I said, man, I'm, I'm sorry about that. So ever since then, I can count on one hand at the amount of times that I truly deer hunted with Wilbur since then. <laughs> it's really. That's the truth. It really yeah. is. And I don't think that's the reason. We just got so many other things going on. Yeah. Going on. But i never forget another time. You probably saw this. We were in, in uh, Colorado, and David Carden was calling for Will elk hunting. And this bull comes up over this big sand dune ridge and just stands there, looks, and just takes off and runs. Yeah, I've seen runs that one. straight at us. And he's running right at Will. Well, he gets about five feet from Will and realizes something ain't right and just whoop, turns and cuts. And Will returns. We used it on the opening, if you remember. Yeah. Will returns. He's got that look on his face. And he looks at me. He goes, did you move? He saw you. I said, how did he see me? You between me and him. I said, he almost ran over you. I think he turned not to run over you. I said, he saw your white of your eyes. I said, because you were scared. You must have moved. He he didn't see me. I'm standing behind this tree. And for the life of me to this day, I think he still believes that that elk saw me. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like Brad. And, and then we, David Carden comes up there and he goes, what are you? You know, David Carden just lighting into him because he didn't shoot. Yeah. And, he, and then them two are arguing about why he couldn't shoot because the elk was running right at him. He says, well, what about when he turned? But it, it, it wound up being super funny. It, yeah. it was fun. We all, like Jordan said, we all tend to get those moments get so intense. Everything just gets so tense for a few seconds. This is Brad the same way. If if someone if an animal gets spooked, turkey, deer, elk, whatever, duck, mostly if, ducks. If it spooks, Brad's gonna turn around, and I. It doesn't matter. We could be, <laughs> I could be covered. I could be up under a brush pile, and you couldn't see nothing but the lens. And Brad's gonna go. He saw that camera. Yep. Every time. <laughs> is he not? You need to cover that camera. Every time he saw, he saw. Well, you. he did that to you this this year during turkey season when we was in New Mexico. Remember that right. morning when we was hunting and it was real cold that morning. You it were was sitting behind us, frigid cold. I'm sitting behind the tree, dead still. <laughs> turkey's gobbling, and Brad just goes, "Like you shining real bad. You shining real bad." <laughs> it wasn't even daylight yet. What? Well, yeah. What is it? You shining? You shining? Turkey just. <laughs> yeah. You shining? You shining bad? oh there, there's a ton of those there really is oh my I, I, gosh you yeah. you, to be able to sit here and um uh, th- this one i laughed at just reading i wrote it down i know when i say that y'all remember it um y'all remember it was the mufasa hunt and we play i mean this the this part that has been on tv when jordan arrived we had told jordan that troy had shot a management eight point because for one thing one we want him to think we shot another deer and then two we know how jordan is about you know a big deer and shooting right deer but like and we had mufasa coming in here in daylight jordan's going to be thinking like y'all idiots we had y'all had mufasa coming in there in the daylight and y'all shot a management eight point are you exactly what i was thinking are you crazy and so the but that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is 
is when you were putting that show together you called me you said hey you know watch you know watch this and i'm watching it and there's that point oh where, i know what you're fixing to yeah, say you were watching it and what happens is jordan's you know you're we're intentionally letting jordan lead the track and he walks up he sees the deer and he fell perfectly like his head was in a thicket you know uh-huh. so you can't see what it is and jordan walks up and he turns around and he goes that ain't no little eight point but when <laughs> but i was watching it move. yeah when i was watching it i watched the show and i went troy something was different and you started giggling and i was like what am i missing i was like i was gonna see if you would catch that or not apparently <laughs> and you've gotten better about it <laughs> troy says we had to get jordan to go in the voiceover room and recut uh-huh. that sentence and i was like was it that unintelligible you know is it, or un, you know <laughs> were you really not able to understand it and troy goes well watch this here's the real audio <laughs> and you're watching it and Jordan turns, he goes up, he picks up the buck, and I, I swear, this is what it sounds like. Jordan goes, oh, oh, and he turns around and he goes, I ain't, I ain't only, I ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at him, his lips never move. Yeah. He says it without even, it's like he's a ventriloquist and didn't know it. Y'all don't talk without your mouth moving either? I can't. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. And if you remember, we had to cut it like three times to get it to where it would it would sound right because it didn't sound right. But it was it was funny. <laughs> what else I got on this list? But there's people that that are around us that now I've I've seen people send this over social media saying, "What did Jordan say? How does how does he say that?" Or y'all need a, a, a we need to start doing subtitles like they do Troy Landry sometimes. Well, there was that time when Shockey was in camp. He asked something about the deer management, and Jordan answered the question and. Chucky looked at me just straight faced and <laughs> went, I don't have a clue what he just said. <laughs> Speaking <And> I, English. <laughs> Jordan got offended. I was like, man, I just got to have a translator. That's how Ben was. Ben, Mr. Minnesota, when he oh, first got gosh, down here, yeah. I had to translate. The funniest, like, come out, to, come to find to know it. Like, when I was interviewing with yeah. Ben on the phone, you were being a translator. So, so <laughs> we did a phone interview. <laughs> and Ben Ben had me sit in the room and didn't tell Jordan I was in the room. Jordan would say something. Ben would mute the telephone headset. Ben would go, what in the world did he say? And I would say it real quick. And we got to where I was like, Jordan would say a sentence. He'd mute it, and I would just repeat what he said. Then he'd unmute it and answer what he said. <laughs> like, Jordan would say, oh, Ben would hit mute. And I said, he said that he runs a 5D and sometimes a type of XD camp for primary. Ben would go, got it. And he'd go, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, Dan, I'll talk to y'all later. Yeah. Golly. We've got a whole lot more of these embarrassment stories in this episode, but first, I need to share with you about the Onyx Hunt app. Onyx is one of those things that we really don't know what we did before we had it. It doesn't matter if we're deer hunting, it doesn't matter if we're elk hunting, turkey hunting, upland hunting, it doesn't matter if we're going brim fishing. Onyx Hunt is something that we cannot go without. It is such an incredible tool, private and public land boundaries, the ability to drop waypoints, the ability to share waypoints if you care to share you know, a waypoint with your buddy, not something that I would recommend sometimes, but if you want to do it, you're capable to do so and a lot more on the Onyx Hunt app. So check that out today, the Onyx Hunt app. Use the promo code PRIMOS20 and save 20% off your Onyx Hunt membership. We always cut the center out of Jimmy's Cakes. Yeah, that was uh, there's there's I no got that shortage. Footage. I got that footage, but we cannot show that on TV. No, we absolutely cannot. <laughs> he was so mad. So, um, <laughs> Ben has come up. This would be the so this was Ben has come up. This would be the third or fourth time in this single episode. So, Ben Bredigan, some of y'all might remember him. He was our executive producer for a while. And what makes this story, I guess, what, what I guess the whole kick of it all is like Ben because of his role nobody you know being being the executive producer he knows exactly what our schedule is sometimes he has you know a lot of times he's making the schedule you know ben decided to have his wedding yeah. in the middle of turkey season oh, while we're in God. iowa while yeah. we were in iowa so we had to we had been hunting for like four days straight had to cut a trip short had to leave had to pull out of the driveway at 1 a.m. Well, that's, you know, that's what happens when you're from Wisconsin or Minnesota. You don't really think about turkey season. And still, At well, least till June. But Ben should have. He knew. Like, <laughs> So we, drive, we wake up at 1 a.m., drive all the way there, 
and I was supposed to be. This is this is adds to that story. I was told I was going to be an usher in that wedding. You were. So <laughs> I show up to the. Yeah, you already know it's not. It's funny now. It's not funny at the time. Oh, we got to post a picture of that. So I know we got one. Yeah, uh, I got, got many. So I, yeah. So I show. You know, I drive up. You know, we get back to the office. I get in my truck, haul to my house, get to my house, throw my suit on, haul up to the the wedding venue. I show up. I'm like, you know, half days, you know, I mean, I've been up since 1 a.m., been driving, show mm-hmm. up there. We get there, they're, you know, like, all right, jump in, you know, they're taking wedding party photos, get in there, this, that, and the other, and I'm still, you know, they're putting the, the whatever they call the flower thing on me, the wedding's about to start, and Ben's buddy, Zach, I, this is the first time meeting Zach, I know Zach now, we go uh, quail hunting every year, but I'd never met Zach, and Zach and Ben walk up to me, and they're like, hey, do you have your leash? Like, huh? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> And then, and ben, that's what they like. So another thing about Ben, Ben is a very big fan of his dogs. Him and Sarah both. Yeah. Like, and so then, and, and that's, they got several. That's when I get told that I am an usher, and I am to be ushering the dogs down the aisle at the wedding <laughs> with a pooper scooper. So yeah. So, <laughs> So, yeah, here comes me down the aisle. Walk, I think I had Annie and Herbie. I don't know. I had two bird dogs walking down the aisle. I had Lily, too. Yeah, we had all three of them. I think it was Annie and Lily, maybe. I don't remember. So I wasn't here when this happened, but I remember hearing the story. It's, it has something to do with you and a camper for the truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that never made video, but it was pretty interesting. Yeah, <laughs> especially to be as as green as you were when you first started here. I you? had a couple of mishaps there. Yeah, I can't. Where was I? It was after. It was post my. Fir- it was like in between first elk season and when deer season started. But I was driving one of our. I was driving a truck had a camper top on it, and I was on the way back to the office, and uh, like I'm driving. And I just, which y'all know me, I mean, I can tend to be a little just, I guess, oblivious to some things sometimes if I get something going on, you know that. And I'm driving, and I remember all of a sudden I heard, and I turn around, and I'm like, I don't see anything. I was pulling the white cover trailer. (laughs) And so, I like, I hear the noise, and I I don't feel like it doesn't feel like I've hit anything. You know, like the truck doesn't jump around, I just hear, and I turn around, and I look, I'm like, huh trailer's still on there i don't know what happened i keep i keep going i drive a few more seconds i'm like wait a minute i shouldn't be able to see the trailer by turning around you know with that camper top on there you shouldn't that turn the camper top the camper shell is gone <laughs> like it just went yeah so there i am like i'm freaking out like first this is like i hadn't been at primos but a few months yeah and uh so yeah, I had to turn around, get the trailer, drag it into the camp, gr- drag it into the trailer. I was yeah, I got picked on that for a while. <laughs> I and then your very first driving trip, you had to drive all the way to New Mexico with Brad. Yeah, and he fell asleep. I felt so bad. Um, because, <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, felt, I didn't know like like which I, Brad's not, which I'm not either. But what I come about like eight or nine o'clock if y'all ain't made it to where you're getting brad's about brad's gonna stop yeah and it was probably about 10 and i can't remember where we were trying to make it to in texas but i was driving and again this is my first trip ever so i was and again i'm kind of jordan was talking about hunting with will for the first time i'm sitting there kind of giddy yeah and i'm like this is brad ferris i grew up watching like uh, you know nervous to say the wrong thing and i didn't notice it but brad had like kind of nodded off to sleep and I pulled to a stop at a red light, and, I mean, it wasn't like a super smooth stop, but it wasn't like I'd lock the brakes up either. I just come to a stop, and I hit a stop, and Brad, I threw Brad into the dashboard. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Head first. Head first. Boom. Oh, yeah, he went, bah. Hey, man, uh, just check and make sure you up. And I looked at Brad, I was like, uh, uh. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> There were several instances in my young in my young career. I was like, man, I ain't gonna last. You remember they gonna cut me. <laughs> you remember that morning we were hunting? Um, we were hunting east of the Arkansas Hotel. No, you keep telling the story. No, I probably remember. We was hunting. We was hunting east of the Coyote Patch, okay. north Coyote. Okay, and the river was coming up. You and I hunted that morning. You went to get the buggy, and you were gonna come back. There was a morning I, I 
it, remember you you went and you came around and you dropped off in that water and the buggy started floating i do remember that very well <laughs> yeah late's going hey hey it's floating <laughs> Dude, this i thing. said well you need a paddle <laughs> <laughs> like 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 floated it something that came to my mind the other day is when the river came up over there and we were using boats like three years ago yeah and you and wilbur were going in the little rice cooker we oh called my it, gosh and the motor fell off or whatever like like it wasn't on there <laughs> to begin with and like as i'm loading the boat up like I look over and Will is standing at the back of the boat and he's at the motor and he's like I don't know if he was trying to give it an earthquake test or what but Wilbur's going sh- sh- just shaking the outboard I go what are you doing he goes I'm seeing if it's on there solid I'm like it's not we can't do anything about it and we uh, get we get go like we get pushed off in the water and I'm trying to pull a, I'd left a track up on Onyx to get back to you know I'm trying to pull my track up and the boat's just drifting. And about that time, like, uh, the boat was just idling, and it starts drifting, and, like, it, it was kind of, I mean, it just went. Like, we were, we kind of started, of course, I'm like, boom, and we're, like, it went all the way, almost underwater. I happened to catch it, but Wilbur's in the front of the boat going, ooh, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, like, when it went in there. <laughs> Thank the Lord it was just a 9.9. Well, it wasn't yeah, like a 25 or It is a tiller handle, obviously, so when I went to catch it, I grabbed the back of the motor and the tiller handle, but I throttled it when I caught it. So now the motor's going. Lake had a weed eater for a lot for an outboard motor. <laughs> so yeah, it keeps falling into the water and then. <laughs> so here, let's go back to Jimmy and Jordan. Jordan did this to him, and we all were in with it. Well, you remember when when we were in New Mexico and you kept on plugging the seatbelt? and plugging it back oh, in in gosh. the buggy. Tell that story. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's a good one. This was my first fall. <laughs> I'd made it through both seasons. Here for- comes Jimbo in the rifle hunt. I forgot completely and about this. And we had figured out, in that year, that was the first year they had this go on on the Rangers, where if you did not have the seatbelt buckled, it would like only go like 10 miles an hour. Right. Yeah. It's like a safety yeah, deal. Yeah, you could mash it to the floor and it'd be like... Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we had figured this out the hard way because we had gotten frustrated with it too. It was like, what is wrong with this thing? Yeah. Why is it not going faster? Then we finally <laughs> plugged up the seatbelt and all right, we're ready to roll. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy uh, shoots an elk this morning and we go to the cooler yeah. and... Uh, we're coming back out to get the elk, I think, or something. I don't remember exactly what we were Y'all doing. Were, we, we were, no, we all had hung the meat up, and we were on our way back to camp. Yeah. Because we were driving back to the camp house, and we yeah, met y'all on the side late. of the road. Right. Yeah. We yeah, were stopping and shoot some sunset scenes. Y'all yeah. were behind us in the truck. Yeah. Anyway, Jimmy is like gung-ho to drive the ranger. At the time, I did not realize that's a bad idea. I just Terrible jumped in idea. there with him. And uh, we're going, you know, hoofing it down this camp road, running about 35, 40 out there in the prairie. Anyway, I, I had the idea. I was like, I'm going to see if I can do this. Well, I s- sneaked my hand over there behind him and unbuckled the seatbelt. Like, I don't unbuckle it all the way. I just click it where yeah. it just unlatches. Yeah. And the buggy immediately just comes roaring to like 15 oh, mile an hour. Yeah. And Jimmy's sitting over there hitting the gas. It's like <laughs> just stomping on the gas. What is wrong with this thing? What y'all done done to it? They y'all, tore, new. y'all tore it up already. Tore it up. Anyway, I hit, I buckled the seat back again and hit. Rawr! Here we go again. We make it about a quarter mile, and I do it again. Yeah. I did this three or four times, and we're just we'd pick up speed, get going, forty, fifty mile an hour. And I'd unbuckle it. We'd go back down to fifteen. He's just getting so frustrated. <laughs> anyway, he pulls over the last time I did it and uh like he gets out of the buggy does a little walk around looks at it and i don't know what that does yeah, he just looks at kick it, it. kick the tires once or twice <laughs> anyway i had buckled it back up at this point and he's sitting in the ranger when y'all pull up yeah. just stomping the gas on and off when we pull up like i remember we pull up and jordan is standing where his back is to jimmy so he can't see his face and i just see this look on jordan's face of like i was I'm doing, trying to contain this laughter as much as i can i could to hide it and we and like jordan said we pull we roll down the window jimmy is sitting with the ranger running in park and he's just going <laughs> i mean Troy, you need to check this thing i think he's got some water in the gas or something, something's, something's wrong with it I don't know where he got that from <laughs> Anyway, I he just kept doing it. Well, Jordan said, "You want me to fix it?" And Jimmy said, "Yeah." He just buckled Click. the seat back. 
<laughs> Jimmy just looked at him. <laughs> Needless to say, the reason that's not on TV is for pretty much yeah. for the same reason when I shot his bow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I did complete. I so forgot about I'm that. I'm glad you had to ride back with him that afternoon. Uh, and that was my, I mean, I was just kind of a do or die situation. I got to set the tone first trip on the job. You, you know? got it. him good yeah. on that one. You really did. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we laugh so hard. He don't like being had. No. He don't like Especially it. by the new boy. And you, yeah. Like, that's Whoa. what really... We were laughing because we picked... I mean, he was just sitting there just... <laughs> who, who was it? Was it me and you that morning? We were turkey hunting with him and you kept playing them gobblers on your phone? That Tur- was me. That was, was Jordan. Yeah, he... That's right. We was at... Uh, Chicago Chicago Plantation, Plantation and we were wanting to hear a turkey so bad and it was cold. It was early season and we wasn't hearing yeah, it got, I think it got you like the first or second the time. The first time it? it did get me, I was like, mm. And then I looked down and I saw your phone. I was like, keep doing it. And I got I had it on my volume where I could make it louder. So yeah. every time Jimmy would scratch on his pot call, it would be a little bit louder answering him. Yeah. He's oh. coming. He's coming. Jimmy got his gun up. <laughs> I, I started rolling like I was filming. I was like, get ready, Jimmy. He's going to come from, from down to that bottom. All I did was hear about that. that time, Jordan picks his phone up and puts it by Jimmy's ear. He, he got mad. He got legitimately He got up and walked off. He wouldn't talk to us mm-hmm. the rest of the day. He got up and walked off. And then, then the turkey that he was on, we killed him. You know, <laughs> the next day. one thing that I'm realizing as we do this, we pick on Jimmy a lot. Yeah, he's easy to pick <laughs> on. <laughs> but because he's, like we said in the beginning, he's always there. He's always there. I mean, you, you can't pick on him if he ain't there, that's, so he's always there. That's true. That's true. Oh, what else? I'm seeing oh, this there's list. so much stuff, man. There's little stuff. Like I wrote down, um, this is a recent one. I wrote down Jordan's haircut. You remember Jordan's haircut? Yeah, that he had was his donkey. That was, that was. Man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, fellas. It's the best in going to the barber shop. <laughs> Don't try to do it yourself. Not on the backside, anyway. You look it's okay like, to cut your bangs. You, so, you look like a, that kid that rolls up you know the elementary school and the teachers and parents see him and go oh bless his heart here's the deal <laughs> i he, can grow he a, must have had lice <laughs> <laughs> i can grow a rat tail like none other but i'm Rat-ing. going i'm going bald on top going or going thin really bad thin <laughs> and uh like my rat tail grows out and nothing else does so yeah. I try to keep it trimmed up. Well, this time I didn't have Jesse to help me, so I tried to do it myself. Oh, no. Yeah. And I ended up cutting my, like, I guess your neckline, like, four inches too high. Bruh, you it passed like, neckline. You was on skull. Looked like, <laughs> looked, like, looked like some Legos that didn't have the top to them. It was all different sizes. <laughs> you, that's a good. And I'm doing this with a beard trimmer, not even a good hair trimmer. Yeah. So it just did not work out. You look, I mean, he, oh, it was bad. I think everyone, everyone, at least on my Instagram, everyone saw that haircut because I was very apt to share it as soon oh, as I saw it. Like, this is fantastic. I was I was afraid to ask him about it when I first saw it because I thought I was like, okay, maybe he, I mean, it, it looks like something you would have done when you had some kind of surgery or something. <laughs> something's wrong so with I it. So I thought, oh, God, something's wrong with Jordan. Y'all, something's he wrong. Kind of neck surgery or something. <laughs> no, or just, some kind of test and the radiation <laughs> ate his hair up or something. He, he's just kind of dumb. He just tried to cut his own hair, and this is what we ended up with. But he's budget-minded. I still ain't had a haircut since then. Budget-minded. Yeah, well, when you do, don't do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're working. We don't. Have, we've hit most of these. Oh, haven't hit this one yet. Um, so this is before Jordan's time. Troy remembers this very well. You remember when I shot that buck at Cottonmouth that I was very much not supposed to shoot? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Not to me. It is now. Well, we. it was funny on, on our end. I'm we, sure it was hilarious for y'all. Yeah, it, well, we heard the shot, both Brad and I, and I was like, all right. So, all right. And, and whenever you would hear a shot of somebody was hunting close by at Cottonmouth, you knew that, okay, we're going to meet up at the skinny shed, and we're going to hear the story and get everything down. And So Brad and I coming up to the skinny shed and i'm rolling camera in in the polaris with him and we're pulling up to the skinny shed and it's pitch black dark no lights are on but there's lights on in the skinny shed yeah and all the doors are shut yeah. all the windows are shut was so this I told, uh, was this like likes like first buck kill it cotton mouth too mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, but, uh-huh. the, but this, the, the sad part about it was the day before jimmy did the same thing it was no, that, that morning it was that morning that morning it was yeah. that morning yeah and uh which is a very key part of the situation yeah. because that's yeah. because 
who was filming me that afternoon jimmy old jp himself uh, he gave you the green light <laughs> and you know it happens and there's nothing wrong with it both the deer were legal oh yeah but, it but was under the under the, the the plan that we're on there those deer were supposed to be you know let to walk if possible and they were not let to walk well it was funny we pull up to the skinny <laughs> shed and, check and i told brad i said i said they have killed rocker or something they've killed something big because they got everything shut so brad walks up in there and there's a little crack in the door and he looks through the crack in the door and he goes nope he didn't kill a big one <laughs> so lake comes walking out there and he opens it back door. he says come here come here <laughs> like somebody's gonna see it you know ain't nobody there but us right <laughs> the only people gonna see it are seeing it uh, <laughs> so you, brad comes in there and lake goes brad tell me that that deer is at least four and a half and brad goes mm, a little bit over two and a half <laughs> lake just lays on the floor oh god i oh. laid down i was on the floor of the skinning shed i was like I, I was like oh no that was that was the first you thought you were saying to get never let to hunt again didn't you i didn't i mean i was so like giddy you know i mean it was the first chance to hunt at cottonmouth never killed a buck there i'd filmed a bunch i mean and they you know it was the first like here here you go here's your yeah, chance yeah you don't want to mess up well they had already yeah. got they already got beaten up pretty bad for the after for the morning huh? yeah because yeah of jimmy jimmy shot what a three yeah. or four year old 10 point or three something year old, yeah. yeah and they, then late rolls up an inch and, and pretty much not far from where jimmy killed his no, he killed your deer. it came out and grant like there's no excuse but i can slate for you the excuses i had at the time is the deer came out and the sun was shining directly at us so from a glance you really couldn't tell that much about the buck which that says hey take a little bit longer study the deer a bit little bit longer figure out what you're shooting i did none of those things neither which jimmy the second he saw the deer like, oh shoot him shoot him shoot him shoot him shoot him <laughs> and i like i i remember the conversation like i threw up my binoculars and i couldn't see him good in my binoculars because of sun so i looked through my rifle scope and the second i looked at him through my rifle scope my rifle never went back down I looked at him and I want. I made him out to be what I wanted him to be. Yeah. I wanted him to be there. There was a tall, fairly heavy, narrow eight point that was a four year old that we had seen at Secret Patch, and that's what I made that deer to be. I go, that's that tall eight point. It wasn't. It was very much not that tall no. eight point. And I, I mean, like, he, f- and he was fixing and to turn. He was fixing it, to turn and walk off in the woods. Yeah, so that made so it even worse. The footage is not that good because he wasn't out there very long. We were just like, oh, a deer and i shot and i remember as soon as i shot i was like man i hope it's that tall eight point <laughs> i like i like the footage when y'all walk up to him that's that's the best part yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i remember walking up to that deer and seeing those g4s and realizing he was not an eight he was a 10 i was like oh no oh no it was on dvd wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. it's like walking yeah. up on jake yeah it was not uh, that turkey doesn't have a bi- beard yeah <laughs> and that was uh and you immediately go check his tail exactly. feathers yeah exactly. that was please a, be full yeah that was to, to brad and troy and not to jimmy jimmy all jimmy was the relief jimmy felt was well at least i'm not the only one that did it now is but brad and troy jimmy, thought it was hilarious jimmy knew exactly what he was doing he's like i'm fisting to take my discomfort away and put it on lake he was off the hook yeah he was off the hook i serious and it was like i really i felt so bad and brad troy just laughing but i was i was laying on the floor of the skin and shit just like oh no i did it i did what i was exactly not supposed to do and yo but i started working here the next year yeah and you had me convinced like you almost got fired over that oh i felt so bad no you had me like scared to death if i ever hunted over there like i better watch what i'm doing or i'm gonna get fired you were so <laughs> nervous about it you forgot to load your gun i did that too yeah yeah <laughs> i remember I, I wasn't here for this but i remember one time wilbur jimmy tells the story real good so if you do another one you need to get him to tell the whole story about wilbur driving off with the gas pump still in the truck with a nozzle oh yeah yeah him and i think it was mary was with him tore the nozzle off the gas smooth off the gas pump just (laughs) kept going i can believe that in a hurry it was cold i think yeah he's gone with it took it that's hilarious i can believe it i can believe it 100 percent. you know we've we've had people ask over the last however long i've been here 16 17 years total um why don't we come out with a a bloopers reel And, and we've tried it 
uh, back in the day we just never had the time to do it yeah. or, or the resources to have somebody sit down and go through all this because you can't remember it all no you have to go back through it and go oh that's funny i gotta get that um there was something it would take was, you years to put that together yeah well it's like the other day that footage i showed you of jimmy when we were elk hunting and was in the front yard shooting his bow and he's yeah. just bragging about it and he shoots and misses the whole target <laughs> you know and he just turns and goes that's not good and <laughs> He didn't plan that, but it's, it would it would take years to come up with all that stuff. But I think if 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 there ever comes a time and there is a way to get it done, it it would be it would literally be priceless. Like kind of like Bill Dance's deal. Yeah, those you are know, funny. Bill Dance's his stuff is hilarious from way back in the day and up until now. Which, but it's 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 those are the things. Don't get me wrong. We we've been blessed to do a lot of fun things and kill a lot of big critters and have some fun hunts, but. Those little things like that, you you tend to never forget yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Um. And it's and it's it's what makes us what makes us real. We all we all human. We all make mistakes. We all have little quirks about us, and it's a it's a fun time. Wilbur, you know, the biggest thing with Wilbur is is you know his his eating habits and what he eats and how we all tease him about it. But now we're all kind of trying to do better. Mm jimmy's done better brad i don't think brad even eats <laughs> i haven't seen him eat food in a while but it's going to be interesting this this upcoming fall um jimmy's going to uh, as of right now he may be at elk camp with us again i hope he is yeah thinking about bringing him to do a little antelope hunting so that'll be that'll be pretty fun yeah having jimmy in camp it's like you know well we that's what we call him the camp curmudgeon he's something the thing is, like like we were talking about, we could sit here and we could sit here for hours on end, more hours, and stories like this would come to our head. You can't, I mean, there's just so many of them. Yeah. But um, like I said, the the reason what we talked about and what we were going to start doing, not just we're definitely going to do it through the summer, but depending on how it goes, we may just make it an ongoing thing with the podcast entirely. You know, we were talking about how we could get the listeners more involved and so we're going to kick that off with this episode so starting next week we're going to have a segment in every episode mm-hmm. that is going to be y'all user submission based y'all that are out there listening and what that is going to entail of is we want y'all to send us your own embarrassment stories now that can be we're not really going to put, especially starting out, we're going to figure out how all, of it, how all of it flows. It doesn't have to be just wild, crazy, funny things that happen. Yeah. It can be, like, we're not really going to put any kind of walls around it. It can be the, the craziest thing that happened to you hunting this fall yeah. or yeah. at all. It can be something wild. I mean, you kind of like that thing you see on, on social media now. So if it wasn't videoed, you wouldn't believe it kind ex- of deal. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. can be the time you saw a chupacabra or you had a Bigfoot sighting. Yeah, the thing that comes I've to my mind both. is one, <laughs> like, one of my most embarrassing stories hunting-wise mm-hmm. is when I was guiding at Giles. And hunting down there, you, I had a client I was guiding you know and yeah. uh, we're in climbing stands and how we hunted was the the, the guide got above the hunter in the climbing mm. stand <laughs> Oof. i got up there and whatever i had for lunch had started talking <laughs> to me big time yeah. and i'm talking about locked up <sighs> couldn't do nothing i was like man i'm so sorry but this is fizzing to happen golly that to this day is the most embarrassing thing i've ever had happen if you have something more embarrassing than that i don't (laughs) think i want to hear about it jordan (laughs) but so 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 we need to find who that who you were guiding and have them tell the story i think it'd be awesome i can't remember his name but he was from morton mississippi which made it worse because he was from my yeah i was getting ready to say if he's from morton i bet we can find him scott county yeah he could probably yeah i'm sure he has that poor fellow just call jimmy riley (laughs) you'll know you can track them down um so so yeah that's what we're gonna do um we want you to submit your stories and we're gonna pick some out each week and we're gonna talk about them whether it's me jordan and troy me and troy me and jordan whether we have a guest on we're gonna pick at least one story maybe maybe more than that and that's gonna be a segment that we do every week now as far as submitting those stories this is how you're gonna do it you're going to submit them via email at primos hunting podcast at gmail.com thought that was the 
easiest one I could get to that would be easy to remember. Yeah. Primo's hunting podcast at gmail.com. Send in your stories. If you have pictures to go along with the stories, if you have videos to go Just along with Just make sure you them, got clothes on. Yes. Yes. Please keep it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Keep it. We don't want any R rated stuff, you know. PG. Uh, keep, maybe PG 13. Yeah. Maybe PG 13. But yeah. 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 <laughs> That's for. Yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it within Just the don't bounds. Don't tell Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it within the bounds of the laws, please. Yeah. If I mean, obviously, if someone sends us a video of something, do, them doing something wildly illegal, it will not get used. You wouldn't <laughs> believe some of the stuff we saw way back when, when I was working at Moss Elk because and I were doing hunting the country. Yeah. Hey, y'all had that segment of whole videos. Moly, dude. Mm. I can tell you some stories, me and Cuz. Some of them videos, I still remember them like I like I watched it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did they really send that in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, well, like I said, you need us to put. A, you're right. Need to put a clarifier out there these days. Don't send us any content of y'all doing illegal stuff. We ain't gonna use it. We ain't gonna talk about it. But no, if it's illegal, we'll probably turn you in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought this could be. I thought this could be something fun that we could do. So again, Primo's Hunting Podcast at gmail.com we'll post more about that to remind you of it um but yeah we're gonna do that every week from from here on out um so yeah you know who's got some funny stories and he's funny when he tells them is slate oh there's no doubt yeah he's a funny he, individual oh my gosh um need to get him to tell you if you ever get a chance to sit down we can give him to tell you a story about him and i in canada on halloween night <laughs> no telling <laughs> well like i said this these embarrassment podcast per, per se this is technically embarrassment part two this is i mean you don't really put an end on these things you can there's always room for embarrassment part three as long as you breathe and there'll be something yeah yeah there'll be something so um i think we're going to wrap this one up for today um anything to finish tying this one up um be sure again look out for the new shows they're going to be starting on outdoor channel soon as well as new shows on the primo's youtube channel um oh it always helps us out if you have time go to itunes give us a five-star rating write us a review that helps us tremendously and again send your stories in to primos hunting podcast at gmail.com um onyx hunt use the promo code primos 20 get it 20 percent off your onyx hunt membership and that's going to tie us up troy jordan thank y'all man heck yeah anytime i get out from behind the edit machine all three of us yep 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 Till next week. Till next week. Thank you all for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.